welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily, and I'm here with... Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Amanda. New friends that I met at MomoCon, yay! We've been into K-pop, like, seven years now, and I make uh, vinyl decals at Jebica's Studios on Etsy. And I'm Amanda. I've also... Yeah, we've been into K-pop since probably 2010, and I make... Um, k-pop enamel pins and it's under very nice designs on etsy and instagram you guys hear that etsy instagram check them out as soon as you're done (laughs) yeah Yeah, rachel and i have gotten into k-pop since 2010 as well and sometimes i feel like we're trapped in like 2012 as just k-pop in general all of the second gen bands are slowly disbanding so we're holding on to Girls' Day really tightly because they're like one of the last ones left that hasn't had a bunch of members leave. And their their last album was so good. I know. They're my favorite girl group, so I'm really hoping they can stick around. I know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I really like them too. And I just hate seeing like all the girl groups like leaving and all the boy groups staying. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. the girls need love too. Exactly, guys. This is going to be a podcast dedicated to why don't you guys like girl groups anymore? Come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Please. I mean, it's literally girl groups have a 10-year expiration. I mean, I mean, girls' generation even are kind of a little broken up, sort of. But other than that, I don't think anybody has really made it past the 10-year mark, which is sad. Yeah. And we have Shinwa, who's going on 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or 20 this year, right? Yeah, 20 this year. Yeah. I feel like Boa is going to be the only one to make it past her 30s. I I feel like because she's a single act and she can sing, dance like hell, and act, and has hosting gigs, she's like the one woman who can make it into her 40s. And even though we, like, Rachel and I joke that she's like the oldest bitch in K-pop, but she's like, what, 30, 31? Yeah, she's Mm -hmm. young. (laughs) Yeah, She's been doing it since like 14. She just seems old, so... I feel like she's the only one left. Yeah, and I kind of have feelings about Boa because, like, her recent comeback, barely mm-hmm. anyone I know. was there for that. And then when she performed on stage, she looked angry and not, like, fierce angry. And she didn't sing backup vocals or anything. She just let the track play and just did her thing. So it's like, is that her just saving her voice for, you know, for the high notes? Or is her, or was it her just being, like... Someone just told me that this is my last comeback. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, really, really high feelings about that. <laughs> we we did an episode where we reviewed her album, and it's it's good. I remember, I think it was when she released the music video for Only One. Mm-hmm. I yes. do not like ballads. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't connect with them well, especially because my Korean is very, very poor. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know what they're <laughs> singing, and I can't really dance to it, so ballads are not my thing. But when she released Only One, I was like, ugh. Another ballad. Then I watched the video, and she's like crumping to this slow song, and I was so impressed. I was like, "Wow!" Hashtag talent. Yeah, and she was definitely trying to gain like more fans from that by using like almost every like dancer. Yeah, everyone in, in SM2 SM can dance. Everyone, danced only yeah. one. Because she she used you know you know best one. Uh, Taman. Yeah, Taman did it. Uh, Inhyuk. Inhyuk did it. Super Junior. Who else? I don't know who else did anyone. Was this EXO days? Yes. One of them might have yes, done it. it I don't was. remember who. Uh, say, see, Sorry, EXO fans. Sehun did it? Sehun, Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. 
That reminds me of the dancer group that only had one song, Unique Unit. Do you guys remember I that? I do. I remember I do. that. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So before this was a podcast, this was a local radio show in Gainesville, Florida. And we played Max Step like every show, <laughs> not because we really liked it that much, but because it had become sort of a meme. And then it was just long enough to take a bathroom break. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a radio show in college, and I just played K-pop all the time. And I played Max Step, and everyone was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's Max Step. It's really good." Like, no, that's no. rough. That was really she rough. Hates it. I hate she it. Hate it. <laughs> I know, I have a lot of strong feelings about a lot of things. <laughs> so, what made us all connect was that we all like second gen K pop. What do you guys define as second gen K pop? Before EXO. So, what I, I think mm-hmm. of like 2012 is the cutoff. Yeah, so and then for the me, beginning... it starts with DBSK. They're pretty much the first second gen idols. You know, they get off the wave uh, that, you know, our old group Shinwa kind of built out. They kind of started the new popularity, uh, brought it over to Japan and everything. So to me, they're the beginning, and EXO 2012 Idols are the end. Yeah, definitely. Because you can do it by um, by company. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to separate it out by company. So you have, like, like the, the big three, for example. You would do SM. It would be... Who was their first ones? Yeah, Shinwa remember. was their first. Yeah, okay, so Shinwa... Or, or, or more H O T and Shinwa. Yeah, yeah. They had so that would be their but... first, and then their second would be like DBSK, Super Junior, and then their third would be like um, XO and now NCT. That's why Shiny, is, I think, is considered second gen too. So yeah, they're definitely yeah. in that time. They just had their ten year. It's so weird. I feel, so I feel weird. like it's been around for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like Super Junior just had their ten year. I was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> So many people who like K-pop are, I feel like, are teens. And, I mean, I got into it when I was, like, when I was 18. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get that, but now I feel like an old lady. Same. And I can't Mm -hmm. relate to, like, the 17-year-old boys in the new boy bands. And I'm like, I can like the song, but I feel weird about liking them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. NCT Dream, when they came out, I was like, this is problematic. You know, I was like, um, these boys are literally, like, 14 and I'm 23. I was like, I can't say that they're attractive because that's really weird, you know? (laughs) So I just, like, forgot about them. I was like, you guys do your thing. I'll wait till you're older, (laughs) basically. Yeah, I mean, that's why I like Shiny and Big Bang and, and, like, I love... I guess more seasoned performers. Mm-hmm. I love me a good rookie group, but I really appreciate groups that have been around the block like years and they know how to perform, they know how to sing, they know how to dance, they know how to handle themselves in the press and on video. Mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah. And like I can appreciate that a little more. Like I have more respect for them, although you know, they've earned it. They've earned respect. So Agreed. Agreed, but I feel like a lot of rookie groups need respect, too. Yes. (laughs) You know, because they're trying really hard. But I feel like as a rookie group these days, it's super easy to get a fan base. Yes. Take take Blackpink, for example. How many music videos do they have out? Four or five. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, how many fans do they have? Right. (laughs) They also are behind YG. The big problem with this new generation of K-pop is there's so many groups. Mm -hmm. There's way too many, so no one can get popular. You've got to do all this really crazy stuff. Like, unless you're one of the big three, and even then, GOT7 doesn't do well in Korea. They're only popular overseas. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got all these new competition shows just cranking out groups left and right. 
I feel like the only competition show group that I like is Momoland. And that's um, because Boom Boom is such a bop. <laughs> Boom Boom is a bop, but I think the only competition one I like is Twice. Even Twice though 16 was too much. Like, yeah. That was too sad. And I hear that they're doing 16 too. God. <laughs> because there's this one girl that was in Produce 101, I think her name's like so- Somi, I think. Mm-hmm. She was in um, 16, Produce 101, and never made it. And she's really, really good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just have her debut as a solo I know, artist. Just, just sign her. Just we do- don't have to have a show. <laughs> I know, well, she's a rookie. But I'm like, just have her do her own thing. And then they're like, oh, is she going to compete to be on it? or Because she's already done so many re- reality shows mm-hmm. and hasn't made it. So it's just like, how much pain can you put this girl through? That's why I have hope um, for the new record labels that will hopefully start springing up. Sai is starting his new record label. I just hope that that record labels like buy performers for performers with better working conditions for their acts actually start happening. Yeah, and that's a good hope to have, but I think it really comes down to, like, money as well, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, like, SM has a, you know, a buttload of money, but they still don't have that, the greatest working conditions, you know. Yeah, and so. then, you know, that goes back to there's so many groups. You've got to be promoting 24-7 if you want your group to get out there, so it's just hard. Yeah, I still don't know how NCT 2018 does. Yeah. I mean, there's 18 of them. Oh Jeez. <laughs> Oh, they're like the AKB48. Yeah, well, they need to stop. (laughs) I know. I remember when we thought Super Junior was too many members. Yeah, I was like, how am I ever going to learn them? I learned them. But it was just like, why? Yeah. I remember watching... (laughs) My name's Amanda, so Bone Amanda. (laughs) I remember watching Bone Amanda. Thank you. (laughs) And, um... I'm, like, counting them, because that's the the first Super Junior video I saw. I'm like, what? Two, three, four, five, oh, oh, more, six. (laughs) And they didn't have all 13 then either. No, No, they didn't, no. Yeah, so when I first started getting into K-pop, I would find a music video. Then I would immediately look up the group on Wikipedia because I didn't didn't Mm -hmm. know where to look. Mm -hmm. I was brand new. And I looked up Super Junior and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How many members? Yeah, it was rough. I was like, there's no way. I'm never going to know. But I knew who I loved, you know. So I was like, okay, as, as long as I know him. Yeah. And then everyone would be other Shiwon, you know. I'd be like, other one. <laughs> I love you know? Shiwon. Yeah, favorite. yeah. Rachel uh, really likes uh, Q-Kin. Yes, uh, he's, my, he's my bae. I love him more he, than life. He started looking a lot less Asian in some of the music videos. I'm he like, gained what? weight. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's older now. He doesn't have to, like, lose weight. Let him no, live. No. Like, the Let body. Him Body issues in K-pop are a whole other thing, too. He's got face issues. (laughs) He gained it all in the face. (laughs) I'm like, I love you, babe, but this sucks. I'm like, I'll still love you. He's still, they're all still talented. Yeah. I remember from from the music video, he wasn't fat. He was just larger than the other guys. He had a very round face. Shindong. Shindong. Yes. Oh, no, he's fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like doing the moves and I was like. I'm in love. This is amazing. This group has, like, different, like, mm-hmm. everyone looks different. And, like, they have a fat guy, like, dancing. Yeah, like, they have a fat dude. It's like, and what I, is this? I was like, wow, they really sat down and they're like, what do girls like? And then they came up with, like, 13 girls. Everybody. Yeah, the, the, they interviewed 13. 13 girls and they're like, what do you like? And then they picked one from each. Well, what really happened is that Super Junior was leftovers. Yeah. So they were getting mm-hmm. way too old. And, and they were still, like, trainees. Mm-hmm. And they're like... You know, that's why they're called Super Junior, because they were so old and they were still juniors, you know? <laughs> so that's the whole thing. 
So it's like, um, SM was like, you know what? Let's just put them out there, give them one album. Who cares? Right? Well, yeah. they're still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look really good in a black and white photo with a blazer. Yes. <laughs> and some skinny, skinny ties. Yes, that's them. That's yeah, all they wear. I love it. Yeah. Even even their last comeback, I know it wasn't that popular, but I really liked it. Lo Siento mm-hmm. was popular in South America. Um, people were asking for it on the radio, like, everywhere. They were just like, please play Lo Siento, it's so good! <laughs> and they played it. it, it ranked. I think Card is big in South America, too. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Bird call noises in every song of theirs. Yeah, right? The same beat. You know? <laughs> I have a really big soft spot in my heart for co-ed groups because they're so few and far between. Mm, yes. And I feel like just choreography-wise, there's so much you can do with a co-ed group mm-hmm. that would look kind of weird if... Because um, for I feel like for girl groups, a lot of people are the same height, and guy groups can be a little bit varied, but like different body shapes and different heights make really great choreography. And like co-ed groups just are the Mm-hmm. I know, but uh, most of the time they're not very good no, in my experience. I but uh, but card, I actually I like them. I mean, I don't listen to a ton of new grooves, but I I like them. They're mm-hmm. really good, so I hope they continue to do well. I didn't like their like album. I liked everything up until they released that album, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, I feel like they were going up, up, up on a roller coaster. I'm like, yes, yes, card. I love this song, and then it's like, Pew. oh. I'm sure it wasn't that bad, probably in retrospect, but I really didn't like it at the time. Yeah. Now, when Card first came out, I didn't know what to think. Like, they came out and I didn't really pay attention, but everyone was doing dance covers, so I was like, okay, let me check them out. Mm-hmm. So checked them out, and I was like, okay, I like them. Um, you know, I'll listen to them, have all their songs downloaded. I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll listen to them. <laughs> you know. The M83, I think is the band, the... They did Midnight City. Oh, okay. That song Mm -hmm. started this synth noise that is like a bird call that is now in every single mid-tempo song everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it won't stop. At first, I was like, yes, this is cool. And now I'm like, please, this is too much. Everything's starting to sound the same. Let's find something new. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite girl group and boy group from second gen. Uh, favorite girl group will always be Sistar. I love them. Fell in love immediately. Hyorin, Hyolin is my favorite. I love her. Super Junior, favorite boy group forever. Will always love them. Fa- they introduced me, mainly introduced me to K-pop. And the first video I saw from them was no other. And I literally played it on repeat for like 20 days straight. So... <laughs> And listen to nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, my my favorite girl group is Girls' Day. Obviously, they're great. And my favorite boy group is DBSK, which is a lot of suffering. Uh, <laughs> but I actually, I really got into K-pop with Shiny. They were really my, like, introduction group. Like, uh, we had a big snowstorm, and we're from South Carolina. It doesn't snow very often. But, I mean, school was closed for, like, a week. So I just, you know, stumbled upon this. My brother was so sick of hearing Lucifer. By the end of that week, he was like, if you play that song one more time, (laughs) we're going to have an issue. (laughs) Yeah, my favorite girl group is probably FX. Um, I really love FX. I love Amber in particular. She's great. I guess, like, her, the Amber X Luna stuff, I'm like, they need to do more. The Lower was such a bop. Like, I loved that song so, so, so much. I know. Luna is so talented, but she's always overshadowed in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Free Somebody was also amazing. Yes. Yes. Her little solo was great. Yeah. I don't know why they won't let FX, like, 
come back together. Because it, it seems mm-hmm. like they're, like, one of the few groups that actually likes to release full-length albums. And it's like, yeah. why won't you let them do that? Because fans really like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, people still buy pink tape. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. physical copies of pink tape. There's a, a Korean pop store in Atlanta called On The Way Home Video. I think on Google, they're, like, K-pop store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I found them before. Off of Buford Highway. They have, mm-hmm. like, 17 copies of pink tape, and they say that they continually sell them. Wow. So... People still like FX, goddammit. Yeah, right. And then my favorite boy group has to be Shiny. Um, Mm -hmm. When I discovered Lucifer, I I think 2,000 of the views on YouTube of that video are from me exclusively. Mm -hmm. Oh, I understand. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I I put it, I made a YouTube playlist with that video in it only and then put it on auto loop Mm -hmm. and just listen to it constantly. It's the only Korean song that I can recite most of the Korean lyrics for because Mm -hmm. I've heard it so often. Yes, definitely. (sighs) Shiny. I know. I know. Shiny. They're so great. Honestly, one of the most talented second-gen idol groups. Definitely. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got it all. When they came out, I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, what are these dance moves? I, I was know. like, what? They really elevated I'm the used to the old game. man shuffle. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know? I was like, what is this? <laughs> I feel like each member of the group is very individual. Like, they mm-hmm. each have their own individual look, style, and strength. And because they each have different strengths, apart, they're strong, but together, they're, like, even stronger. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're all they're necessary. Weird. And yeah. further evidence by there's never been a shiny subgroup. No. You know, you need every member of shiny mm-hmm. to make a good shiny exactly. song. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes me really sad about. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always sad. When I watched Jung Hyung's last music video, I was... I put it Oh, off. I still haven't watched it. I, I don't know if I can do it. I mean, I was, uh... I had to watch replay two times uh, on Friday, and I definitely almost—I was about to cry both times. Yeah, so. both times. Yeah. yeah, I waited two weeks to watch it, and then we—we we watched it for an episode, and like, it was hard. It was a really good song, and the album that they released was really good. It's really bittersweet because I don't think I could watch the video again. Mm-hmm. No, I. It's like I want to, but I. I mean, I know it's been like six months now, but I just still don't feel ready. I know. You know, yeah. I really. I mean, I haven't been super into K-pop for a while, but after that, I've been definitely out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. have not even been keeping up with anything. Mm-hmm. I got it for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always keep up. Always, so. It's a, it's an uphill battle, because like you said, there's like so many groups going on now. Yeah. Though, I think the upside to that is that smaller entertainment companies and labels are giving artists a chance that they might not have gotten before like Mm -hmm. um like holland like the first openly gay idol Mm -hmm. he's on like an indie label but they're willing to take that chance you know because Mm -hmm. you need to be different to stand out so i know like uh let's be real joe kwan's still in the closet (laughs) yeah he's the the gayest person i've ever seen for real (laughs) for real for real when i saw him i was like yes I was like, I'm assuming. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I will assume this time, but I'm for sure, you know. No, no, his dog's name's Gaga. He has a quality tattoo, uh, drag. He's gay. Yeah. yeah. I wish that the companies would just let the artists be themselves. Yeah, it's difficult. And I'm, uh, I'm not an expert on this, so don't, uh, don't quote me, but I know on Running Man, they featured the first openly gay celebrity in Korea ever. And it was, like, a really big deal then Mm -hmm. that they would let him on Running Man. And, I mean, he'd been out for, like, ten years. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Right. I feel like 
when when uh, Holland made his debut, there was like this article on all K-pop or, or something like that. And it was like, he joins the pantheon of out gay Korean celebrities and it lists three people. Yeah, there's not <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just like, really guys? So. What has been like your favorite concept that a group has done like for their comeback or album mm-hmm. or just even a music video? Forever, it's Vix. Um, oh, yeah. All of their concepts are great. I love Jekyll and Hyde um, when they did that whole thing. Um, basically, anything that Vix does. Their early stuff has this synthesizer sound kind of that kind of weaves through all their music, mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with that. They could wear no shirts and blazers any day of the week. Exactly. For me. That's all I want from them, actually. My, yeah. I think my favorite concept, even though it was much simpler than anything they've ever done, is the chained up. Yes, those outfits, like you said earlier. I'm not gonna lie. Iconic. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. I feel like they are some of the most iconic outfits mm-hmm. for any group. It, like the, the red chokers and then the white blazers with nothing underneath. And the cowboy hat, the cowboy hat. The, the cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. Yes. <laughs> it's like, that's all I want. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. I when you, I had that picture up. I wasn't wearing my glasses yesterday during your panel because I had a headache and my glasses suck. And I was, I just leaned over. I'm like, is that a cowboy hat? Yes. <laughs> Am I yeah, seeing yes. things correctly? Yes. It so, is. Like, I wish a group would go full on western and, <laughs> and just well, do a little Mamacita. Mamacita. Yeah, little Super bit. Junior's been running over that yeah. because you know they were the first ones to really like start the the wave. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the first mm-hmm. ones to really like break it over here. So once they got into the American market, then they were like, okay, well, that that was okay. Well, you know what else we could do? Let's do <laughs> Hispanic. And that's what they did. It's so popular there. I know. I'm yeah. like, way to go, guys. Like, If you're not making it somewhere, go somewhere go else. Go somewhere else, yeah. I know. It works for everyone. <laughs> yeah. It worked perfect. What is your favorite concept? Oh, this is so hard. So I'm going to go with my default favorite music video. I don't know if it's my absolute favorite, but I love What's Happening by B1A4. I think it's so <laughs> fun. I just, that music video always stands out. Like, I don't listen to B1A4 a ton, but, you know, every time when I'm thinking of good music videos, that one always pops up. It is so unique, colorful, fun. I love it. Also, Hello I take fights. back my, my statement. My favorite concept is Triangle. My, oh, yes, man. it's actually oh triangle. God. Sorry, triangle. <laughs> I know. I always try to exclude DVSK from all this stuff because I'm like, it's always going to be them. So uh, <laughs> triangle. But triangle's the best. Uh, best I'm always work like all time. This is the best. I guess my favorite modern concept was um, the wet fantasy of Move by Taman. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, boy. <laughs> I was like, put a shirt on. <laughs> oh my! I loved everything about that music video. I loved his outfit. Because, like, it's like a turtleneck, but with no sleeves. Fashion. Was... Or the mesh top where oh, he was yeah. like, my yes. nipples are very hard right now. I'm sure that I'm like, water was freezing. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what he's saying in Korean. My nipples are really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing, Taemin? I'm like, I remember when you were a baby. I, I was know. like, what is this? <laughs> and I loved the dance moves and the dancers. Like, oh. he is not afraid to do quote-unquote feminine mm-hmm. dance moves yes. and i was like this this is performance art this is fashion mm-hmm. this is like saving me well, he, and and killing me at the same time well he yeah. performed move at korean or i think it was korea fashion week it was some yeah. fashion it, week. it was that fashion week yeah. yeah i think it's soul fashion soul week. okay yeah but i was like what and there's i forget who it was in the audience but his mouth was dropped 
he was like, is that really Taman? Is Taman here? Like, he's whispering <laughs> to people, like, oh he's like, Taman. <laughs> he was like, I came here for clothes, but Taman! That would be me. Literally, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> Like, someone save me, I'm gonna pass out, you know? I just... The only thing they could have possibly done to improve it was to not have such a blue filter on the lens of the uh, camera. Yes. He was very cold. <laughs> yeah, they just to make sure you know it's cold. It wasn't a filter. He was just cold. <laughs> oh, my God. I also, though, I loved his super long hair from Lucifer. Yes, always. Yes, always. I know. I used to, I think it was from the Sherlock comeback. I had that the poster when he had that really long hair and everyone always, and I was in college, I always, I ask people when they come in, I'm like, do you think that person is a boy or a girl? It's just a fun quiz. No one, everyone is so shocked. Like, what do you mean that's a guy? What is yeah. that? That's just a, it's a rough photo too. That album was rough, uh, yeah. visual-wise. Uh, yeah. Audio-wise, it's great, but... Uh. Yeah. That was like Heat Troll back in the day. Yeah, you know? uh, Taman's album cover was really bad. Oh, it, yeah. It looked like child porn. No, oh, yeah. It was really yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got to hide it when people come over. It's Don't look at this. Yeah, yeah. please don't. <laughs> I away. promise he's 18. <laughs> Avert your eyes. I put a sticker over you're like, this is kind of awkward. Yeah, I'm like, I love you, boo, but... <laughs> I'll put it underneath my mattress. So you should yeah. <laughs> no one will look there. Yeah, you oh know. my god. He's a tame man now. Oh, oh yeah. Tame man. <laughs> There's that throwback. I know, back. we're still allowed oh to say god. that. Yeah. <laughs> I know! Yeah. How did you guys get into making K-pop merchandise? How did this start? Oh, well, mine's a fun story. So I really, I was actually just, I really wanted to cosplay Princess Carolyn from Bojack Horseman. Really wanted to do it. And I'm like, how am I going to make this dress with fish on it? And I'm just looking, I'm Googling. I'm like, you know what? Isn't there like stuff you can iron on clothes? And then I'm like, hey, vinyl does that. Great. Let me buy this really expensive machine. Uh, So then once I bought the really expensive vinyl cutting machine, I'm like, well, what do I do with this now? And then I'm, you know, just thinking about, you know, what I you know, like and what I could do with it. And I'm like, you know what? A lot of people like K-pop. I don't think there's a lot of stuff like this out there. I'm just going to make some decals and uh, it'll be great. Yeah. And for, from my perspective, what happened is... Um, yeah, yours is a lot more meaningful. I'm just like, God, what do I do with this expensive thing I bought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I already collected pins. I, I think I started uh, um, last year at some point collecting mostly like Diva from Overwatch pins. And I saw all these amazing fan art pins. And on Instagram, you know, everyone's so, su- such a community. So what happens is that um, I saw, like, some K-pop ones, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, that's wonderful. I love that. And then I borrowed my boyfriend's tablet, and I was like, you know what? I can do that. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead, and I made some designs, and everyone was really into it. I started a Kickstarter. It got funded, so I was able to finally make pens because they're super expensive to make. I was able to make them, and uh, that was just wonderful. And I have some more that I'm working on. They're going to be BTS, and I'm really proud of them. So They look really good. There's a lot of <laughs> BTS stuff on the market, and it's not because uh, she's my friend. They look really good. Yeah. Love them. <laughs> yeah, so I was really excited for that. And I also have a red bubble page. So I came up with these designs for my Kickstarter, right? So I was like, so if you back the pin, you know, you'll get a print. And I came up with these NES-inspired k-pop ideas so basically it's like the cover of a of an um nes like video game art right but it's like k-pop and it's pixelated and it's really really cute 
And I have a red bu- a red bubble page has all that on it. So cute. Yeah. Is it under the same? Instagram? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice designs. Very nice designs on Etsy and Redbubble. Yeah. And I'm really proud of those too. So. I have a ton of enamel pins. I, I have like a sewing hoop with fabric in it that oh, I have. Yeah. I also have like a jean vest that I have like pins and shit on. Yeah. Because I'm metal like that, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Me with my K-pop enamel pins. <laughs> yeah. Let me get out my patches and put it all over it, you know. Okay, well, guys, thank you so much for coming to my hotel room when you don't know me. <laughs> no, you're fine. I was like, is she going to murder us? <laughs> I was like, she doesn't seem like a murderer, but I don't know. We're in Atlanta, so maybe. <laughs> guys, thank you so much. Uh Plug your URLs uh, one more time. Okay, so it's very nice designs. It's pretty easy. Um, you can find me the easiest on Instagram, and then from there you can click my link tree in my bio and find everything else. Yep, and I'm just at Jebica Studio, so that's J E. B-E-K-A. I hope I spelled that right out loud. I know. <laughs> it's a struggle. Yeah, and that's just on Etsy, so Jebica Studios. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. And we will see you guys in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.